back with Greg Gamer and myself. Uh, we are still Star Trek Lord X, Season 4, Episode 5 review, Empath- Empathological Fallacies. That's a say, tongue twister, that say, one. Yeah, say that five times fast. Uh, <laughs> nope, 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 I don't think I will. Uh, I don't think I want to. There you go, Greg. Oh, I forgot the mug today. Oh, he's sacked. Every time he gets on with me, he forgets. I have an iced tea here for ticket. <laughs> he always says a go at me. Where's the bloody mug? Um, Got apo- me today. Apologies, we're a bit later than usual, guys. It's anywhere between Thursday and Saturday, and I apologise in advance if there's the odd cough from me, just recovering from a cold, and I don't like coughing when I'm doing a podcast, so I will try and minimise that. Um, but yeah, this episode was a marked improvement in what we've seen previously, because it's been very hit or miss this season so far, Grey, hasn't it? Mm. Yeah, pretty much. It really, really has been. But this is a definitely an improvement. So just quickly, yeah. uh, the, the T's and C's out the way. Um, we are available on audio podcast platforms as well as uh, YouTube, of course. And you find us on uh, Twitter at The Trekway. Uh, we will be back sometime next month, Gray, for GGR. We don't have any dates yet. Some, yep, sometime next month. Probably more like the middle of the month. We're going to give Hans some time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just—it's a combination of us all going through personal stuff in our lives, but slowly but surely we're getting there, Grace. So we'll be in more of a regular kind of routine-ish for that one. But and life the, comes and, first, and the, doesn't it? And the writer strike is over. Yeah, so we'll have a lot more to talk about. Uh, but that okay. will impact Trek as well, of course, because I think mm-hmm. Paramount knew ahead of time. Like I know, I know they can be all money grabbing sometimes, but they're not stupid people. They knew when this stuff was going on, right? we're also we're broke and we've got to spread this out so they've moved discovery to yeah. what january or february so when that once once this season's finished of lord dex we're going to have a bit of time to kill so if you've got ideas for specials yeah. guys that you want and trek put it below we'll try and do it um but yeah so yeah, G- I'm, I'm uh here in discovery might not be till february yeah january like, february that's what i'm saying yeah, they delayed it it was yeah. supposed to be shown by now but they're spreading things out um mm-hmm. but yeah so we do have another half of this season to go um so yeah ggr we do a lot of entertainment stuff with with uh, gray myself uh hans and ross um it does it sometimes include star trek but not as much because we have this show um and anything kind of cool in the entertainment world we'll discuss that as well he can be found at gray's green room and all the usual youtube and audio podcast platforms and on our twitters as well at gray's green room and last but not least if you love gaming because a lot of you guys out there will like gaming. Uh, me, uh, uh, myself and Gray and a couple of other friends join our colleague Nick, where we do a gaming podcast at Extreme PC UK. There's a Discord there for it. Come and say hello to us, because we not only have an entertainment channel for the GGR stuff, but we also have a Trekway channel as well for all Star Trek goodness. So we can come in there and just chat, and you've got access to all the gaming stuff. Nick does a gaming podcast every Tuesday on the, on the old Twitch. Uh, so yeah. Uh, yep. got out the way. Thank you for your patience, guys. Yeah, we'll kick off. Um, Gray was giving me little hints about how good this episode was before, and um, I thought the one-liners were good, Gray. But I thought they were going to. I thought there was maybe going to be a little bit more in there. Maybe I'm setting my my stall a bit too high, but 
Well, I mean, if there was more, they could have rated it maybe a little higher. But but considering they haven't done good one-liners in a couple episodes, you will take needed this. Yeah, you you definitely could see the 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 writing was was a step up. This time they weren't, uh, uh, as we were saying, they're gonna missed opportunities. There wasn't really any missed opportunities in this episode. They picked up on a lot of stuff. A question for you: This series, right, Lord Dex. Do mm-hmm. you watch it and try and forget about the rest of the Star Trek universe when you're doing it? Because I know how it triggers some people's, you know, it, it doesn't fit in Star Trek because it's almost like really high-level adult comedy sometimes. It isn't really very Star Trek-esque. I mean, I, I've i kind of grown to understand that it's a, it's a Star Trek parody, which is what it kind of really is. Star Trek comedy, Star Trek parody. Um, I don't really... I don't really call it canon per se, although they do try to stick to canon, but then but they off but they goof off on canon too. So you know, it is canon. I don't think they've broken it. To be fair, um, no, skirted no, along it, it. But I mean, I don't mind it so much because of the crossover with Strange New Worlds. It showed that it mm. could work. It was still funny, but they dialed it back a bit. They had to. So yeah, I'm, I'm happy well, with I- that. It was really good and it worked, but I wouldn't do it again. Oh no, no! Please don't ruin it. You done. You pulled it off really, really well. Yeah, you do pulled off ones. To, that's enough now. You know. Yeah, please. Um, so yeah, I don't sorry. want to see a habit of this. <laughs> we're, digre- we're digressing already, but otherwise it'd be like twenty-minute episode reviews. Um, Although, if Prodigy ever gets back on the air, you could cross over Prodigy with Lower Decks. Oh, those poor kids would be scarred for life, mate. <laughs> But yeah, it's a good show. Um, I definitely prefer Prodigy. I do love Lord X, but Prodigy is is definitely most yeah. Star Trek esque. This episode is very Tevin centric. Um, yeah, she has the Vulcan, which we learn we learn a lot more about her in this episode because she's been in this season, but until this season, mm-hmm. we kind of never saw or heard of her, and it's explained why. Um, right, but it's definitely Tevin centric. Um, this episode has uh, a bunch of drunk betazoids in it, which is bloody hilarious. <laughs> it's it's like a it's like a, a hen party as we call it over here, or a bachelorette party in in the states. They're all dressed in kind of nice dresses and outfits, and they're drinking yard full bloody drinks of booze. So much but for they're all, the whole. These are all old. These are all old, all older ladies, though. Older betazed ladies. So. Not, I'm just saying, just <laughs> they the, are, they the are, difference between being really young. They are of a in certain fact, age. I, I, I should have looked up who the actresses were that played the three parts, but one of them I definitely know, I recognize her voice right away. Um, she's definitely a veteran and has been in a bunch of different show, TV shows. In fact, actually, she plays uh, the college dean of the school in the show Young Sheldon. Oh. And I again, I forgot her name, but she is playing one of the betas uh, betas so never seen it but yeah. i know of the show young children yeah. yeah um yeah no just in the in the future in this in this time frame of star trek people are not really drinking booze booze as much you know so but then they're they are beta solid, so who knows uh that's not a nitpick it's just something i noticed um so yeah uh tevin seems pretty pissed off as pissed off as you can be for a Vulcan, it's not supposed to Our show Vulcan, emotions. <laughs> but you can sometimes tell that they're pissed off without being pissed off. It's weird. They try so bad, hard to hide their emotions, and sometimes you can just read them. Um, she's not happy. She's, that... she's probably more irritated than, than 
angry because you know she's yeah. always commenting about this, commenting about that. Yeah, the irritation <laughs> gets worse. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's fair. Um, yeah, she she's not impressed with these drunk betasoids that are being ferried to beta said. Um, uh, Captain Freeman is has been uh, ordered or asked to to take them to uh, to their home planet. Uh, or in fact, no, was it was it Riser or Beta said they went to? It was Beta said, wasn't it? Yeah, it was so, Beta yeah. said. Yeah, yeah. Um, they are being really flirty because they're a bit drunk. They are flirting with Ransom. That was bloody hilarious. Yeah, that was funny. Commander <laughs> Ransom. They just turn around and look at them. They're like, "Oh yeah, we can like what we see here." And the big yard long drink. They kind of stick it in between the his butt cheeks, man. The crack in his butt cheeks, and he's like, "Oh, hello." <laughs> <laughs> and then he starts going yes i'm available i can do anything on then she goes nah i like hard to get and he's uh, going oh I, and he's going i could be hard to get in aloof <laughs> he was gutted he thought he was in he thought he pulled gray he was about to get his yeah. coat and uh yeah right in front of the captain uh, but then because he's easy to get they then change their attention to the captain and she's like ah yeah i'm married i'm okay it's, it's fine i'm like whoa yeah. they're just and then one of them said, uh, after she said I'm married, he says, yeah, but he's on, is he on the ship? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, uh... oh, that was, yeah, it's amusing. I could already tell that humor was back that kept me interested before. And I'm glad mm -hmm. maybe the writers were just going through a moment. Um, so, yeah, uh, the Betazoids then um, enter sickbay. Uh, they're getting a tour from the captain. Uh, and there was a, I liked a little quip that uh, Tiana makes about her species. She, she, I'll, I'll let you tell it, Gray, because you, you like, you like Tiana. I don't want to say your thunder, mate. <laughs> well, she was saying that thousands of years ago, like thousands and thousands of years ago, uh, her species used to hunt down betazoids and eat them. <laughs> and then, and then they said, of course, you know, they've all evolved and they don't do that anymore. But so Tiana says. But we do have synthetic betazoids now. <laughs> the synthetic betazoid meat. As she's so as she's repairing uh, a scratch on one of the patients there. Uh, was it was it that scene? She's repairing the scratch there, and she's talking about uh, uh, synthetic betazoids, and she actually so. kind of almost fries them there with a little dermal <laughs> regenerator thing. Like, oh, sorry, I wasn't concentrating. I was I was hungry at the time. Um, I was too busy talking. Yeah. Uh, so. That was that was she has better lines coming up there, but that was that was oh, a yeah. funny line, and it's good to see Doctor Cat back. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, she, last week she had some great lines. This week she has some great lines. Oh, the best. Oh, the all best necessary. Tevin um, still continue to get a bit pissed off at this stage or irritated, and she's in sick bay with the captain. Uh, she was. They were the ladies. The bedside ladies were then going to go upstairs or wherever it is, the, the crew quarters, and get some uh, drinks. But in the meanwhile, Tevin had been asked to actually go and get refills for the ladies. She came back yeah. with the refills. She wasn't happy. She was like a, a, a waitress. She wasn't impressed. She comes back with these drinks all filled up again. And, and Freeman's like, no, nah, no, nah, we're, we're going to the, the, the officer's bar for some drinks. It's all good. Uh, but then... T <laughs> Tiana <laughs> goes, ah, oh, that's fine. I'll take one. Goes and grabs it, and then next the whole bloody drink and one. She just guzzles it all down. And then what did she say, Gray? And then she says, "It's time for surgery." 
But what she, I would, the only thing the only thing that would have made that maybe slightly funnier is she had downed like two of them instead of mm. just one, and then said time for surgery. Because she but, she uh, she takes the drink, says time for surgery, then exit, and then yeah. you can just I think it's because it was so strong. She can just hear her in the background going, ah, beep, F-U-C-K, <laughs> you know, just, oh, Jesus Christ, what was in that? Oh, <laughs> uh, that was good, that was good. See, that's already made it a 7 oh, yeah. out of 10, that episode, just for those nice lines. Um, yeah. Again, because it's Devin-centric, uh, it seems Devin is... Now, this was interesting, because we didn't have much of Devin's background in this, and now we yeah. do. She's on the Cerritos Grey because of punishment. Now, we've seen this before. Even you've seen this before because mm. you watched some of Star Trek Enterprise. Remember, to Paul on that, she was sent there as punishment and also to kind of keep an eye on mankind as we're going out to the far reaches of the, the galaxy for the first time. Um, sure. And she hated it, uh, but she grew to love it over time. She got to you, you know, like her crew and whatnot. It's kind of the same here with Tevin. She, she liked her crew, all right. <laughs> well, one or two of them she liked a little more than. Well, or to Paul or Tevin to Paul. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. To Paul, no, no. She, 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 she had a relationship kind of briefly with uh, Tucker, because uh, every time they went into that, um, when they come back, transporters these days have uh, filters built in for. Uh, anything that could interfere like any germs or whatever from the planet that we're in and it's just taken straight out but they don't have that because it's enterprise it's the building up in technology so they go into a, a decontamination chamber thing but they have to strip down to their underwear and literally lather like this like gel stuff all over each one another which does the same job i like <clears throat> i liked it it's kind of cool but you just see to paul uh jolene blaylock Oh my God, she was very attractive lady. That's all I say. And you just see her just in her underwear, and you're like, "I, I like Star Trek Enterprise. It's pretty good." This <laughs> is what you're missing out on, Gray. <coughs> I've seen a, I've seen a couple of those. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, she is there as punishment for, and we find out kind of later on why she's there as punishment. She's trying to send a personal log to. I don't know if it's a superior or someone back in Vulcan. I think she said it was a, I thought she said it was the performer captain. The former one that actually sent, sent her there. Yeah. I believe so. I think it was. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that would make sense. Um, okay. But the signal is jammed. And she tries a second, third time. No joy. And as soon as it said jam, Gray, I was like, uh oh, I'm blaming the Betasoids. I think they've taken over everyone's emotions indirectly or accidentally. Mm -hmm. um, and nothing can get out. No signal at all can get out in the slightest, um, which pisses her off, and she's a bit irritated about that. Um, well, wait, before, uh, to back up a second, though, she didn't really know why, but then Mariner poked in no, her head, and Mariner tells her, she says, well, you know, we're on the whatever lockdown. You can't, because of the Betazoids, we can't communicate. That's the way it has to be, blah, blah. But then she, st then when she said Zoids, I just started cracking up because that was the first time I'd heard that. She just goes like, 
Oh yeah, the Zoids are on board. We can't do it. And I'm going Zoids. <laughs> <laughs> Who came up with that one? Gray stole my thunder because literally the sentence after I'm talking about the Zoid party, and he's put that there. Well, for, it's context. From that well, it, it, from that point on, it was funny because they yeah. kept on using it. They would say Zoids or Zoid, <laughs> and I'm like, man. Yeah, it was pretty. This is the kind of one-liners and and the little quips and quotes that I actually like from Lord Dexon. You get it here for sure. Um, yeah, she mentions that the the Zoys. She made the assumption that because they're on board, they they've been known to affect people's emotions, accidentally right. or otherwise. You know, so it, it's a logical thing to think it's their fault by default. Um, so yeah, <laughs> there is a big party because the Zoids. Yeah. Are in the officers' big bar, big big party, um, and everyone's going to join, of course. Uh, but Boimler won't join because he's trying to learn everyone's name because he's Lieutenant Junior Grade. He feels he has to know everyone's name, which is typical Boimler. He doesn't. It's silly. He doesn't have to. But he's like, no, no, I'm going to learn every single name. And Rutherford's trying to convince him, "Come on, man, let's go." But he's like. Nah, it'll be more of a reward if I learn everyone's name and then I can go to the bloody party. So he's like, right, fine, you do that, I will go to the party. Um, on the way out, though, this is what piques our attention because Rutherford calls Shaxx, Commander Shaxx, and he says, we have someone for the programme. And I'm like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I heard that too, I'm going like, programme? What programme? Like, oh, <laughs> something weird is going to... Gonna go down or something. Yeah, something weird always goes down. It's bloody Lord X. Um, so yeah, I found that pretty amusing. Um, at the party, things are getting. I don't know if I'm out, out of hand. Well, <laughs> even at this stage, Gray, I'm not necessarily thinking it's way because it gets even worse uh, later on episode than the next scene. But mm -hmm. at the party, we see some things that are <coughs> excuse me that are a little bit crazy. Uh, the 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 counselor, the bird. I don't recall the character's name. He's in it so so little. I never even right. bothered checking to be honest with you. Uh, he is he's fuming. He's angry because the soup is coming out incorrectly. Uh, he asks for it to be regurgitated <laughs> soup, and he wants it to taste like it's come from his mother's mouth. And I'm like, what the yeah. What? That's what the birds do. So he's like regressing to when he was a baby bird or something, you know. <laughs> I'm sitting there going, <laughs> like, That was okay. hilarious, man. That was it was a nice little and I, I like the, yeah. the counselor. You just hardly ever yeah. see him. Uh yeah. more uh chaos ensues. Rutherford's wasted. He doesn't tend to get wasted very much in this series, but yeah. he's pretty wasted. Uh <laughs> Mariner is properly on the old bleep swearing machine like every other word she's saying is beep 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 I mean, it's, she's, she's going nuts she's really swearing i found that hilarious you saying she's sending a bit of salty gray did you think so she, i thought she was in that instance she's was more salty than dr cat tiana so you know how bad that is what was she's pissing her right. off do you remember what was pissing her off the thing was everybody was so drunk they all just started all their inhibitions were dropping and so they're all acting goofy about everything so she was getting mad about all kinds of stuff it didn't matter what it was she'd yeah. have some reason to get mad and just kind of See, beep, beep, beep. She, she was pissed off because everyone else was getting worse but she was getting worse just in a different kind of way because it affects right. everyone differently doesn't it so yeah people are all too happy things are getting out of hand they're getting a bit nuts and i'm thinking to myself like and i'm assuming 
I'm thinking what everyone else is probably thinking. I'm blaming the Zoids. They do look a bit shifty, to be fair. That's safe to yeah. say. Um, <laughs> one of the ensigns is going to drop them out of warp, warp early so they can party some more. And she's about to go <laughs> running back up to the bridge to just... You would think in this modern day and age you could find another way to do that. But no, no, no. Like, she's got to run up to the bridge. The captain's like, no, Captain Freeman, no. Behave yourself, you won't do such a thing. I mean, that makes perfect sense to me, Gray. You want to party for a bit longer? Just drop out of sure. water for a while. Well, why not? That's right. You can replicate. Just, just take an orbit around an asteroid for a while or something. <laughs> do, do what they've done in Deep Space Nine episode where they just circle around the pylons several times and all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I need to watch the episode again. It's brilliant. Um, okay. But yeah, the captain's here at this time as well now. Um, and slowly but surely, it keeps getting worse and worse and worse. Um, Tevin steps in and gives the classic Vulcan nerve pinch to this ensign to stop her doing that because she's the only one at this stage that's compass mentis. Uh, and then everyone everyone starts booing Freeman. <laughs> she's standing up on the table like, You don't boo your captain, man. What are you doing? Boo, you suck. She gets up there and goes like, "I want everybody stop doing this. I want the Betazoids to see how wonderful we are." And she starts, <laughs> she starts crying about it, like you know. <laughs> They're slowly but surely looking worse as well. Actually, to be fair, um, yeah. we get some classic next. We get some classic baby bear and Shaq's time. Remember, that's what. Uh, that's not it's Shaq's Trevor, not Shaz. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I should have corrected that one. Sorry. What have you done? <laughs> I already I was doing. It. It. I did at the same time you did. <laughs> um, Gray proofreads proofreads my notes because I'm too lazy to do it myself. Um, takes a while to get notes ready. Uh, but yeah, that's what Shax calls Boimler, doesn't he, Baby Bear? Because he kind of is a little bit. Bear. And they go to start the program, and Boimler and Shax walk in, and there's a few of the crew doing poetry. They call it slam poetry. And it's poetry about Worf. <laughs> Klingon poetry, right. And they're just sitting there talking about Worf. And suddenly they go, Worf, son of Moog, house house of da-da-da, da-da-da. And I'm like, oh, my God. It's going on and on. Have you thought, Gray, right? See the guy. I can't remember his name or the species. The guy that almost talks about like Yoda back to front. Yeah, his but, eyes yeah, yeah. so brightly kind of thing. And and yeah. he talks in poetry all the time. So this is just him talking normally, if you think about it. <laughs> yeah, really. Um, so it was interesting. I was not expecting that. Yeah. It basically, at this stage, things are kind of adding up nicely. It sounds at this stage like the Zoids are going through. I think I'm calling this, I'm calling it a midlife crisis before they say it in my head, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, midlife crisis, uh, and their emotions are affecting everyone. Um, so they're going to have to go to sick bay and get checked out. That makes sense to me at this stage. Um, <laughs> sometimes you just read ahead and you have a chuckle. Yeah. <laughs> you, 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 no, you say it great. You, you're, you're like your doctor cat. It was just absolutely <laughs> hilarious, this bit with the tail chasing. Oh. They have to go down to the the, the, the the sick bay, of course. But when they get there, they see Tiana chasing her tail, just like a cat or a dog would. She's spinning around really in circles, fast, rear, rear. <laughs> chasing her tail. Oh my god, it was great. Oh. It, was, it was classic. She's lost it as well, though, hasn't she? They've all lost it. Oh all yeah, definitely. 
Um, well, Magic, I mean, she's re she's sort of regressing back, so she's kind of like, you know, like, oh, I want to eat the Betazoids or something. But, you know, it's just it was weird. Was but the other thing that, that was funny when you had mentioned Midlife Crisis, I thought that I thought for sure that's what that was, too, because it made sense. You it's know, happened before in Trick, Gray, where a Betazoid's yeah. emotions later in life have got a bit nuts. I'm sure it was on uh, yeah. Next Gen. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Or, or even Deep Space Nine, I think, when Loax and uh, oh, came yeah. there, Troy. If I remember correctly. Um, so, so that made a lot of sense. So, so I was really falling into that line. And then, like we had, we had both saw they they started doing their telep uh, telepathy between each other, and they go, they're onto us. So I figure, oh, okay, see, so now we know it must be the midlife crisis. But yeah, turns out not not quite the same. I I think. Dr. Tiana was tell me if I'm wrong, she was in the party with everyone, I think she was chasing her yeah. tail up there, but they had to go to sick bay to speak to someone else, uh, so they do go to sick bay, the, the, the zoys, they're, they're mm. kind of told to go there um, and I don't actually think it's a midlife crisis as Gray mentioned a moment ago, because they say they're on to so I thought something different Gray if it's mm. a midlife crisis you're not aware of it, they knew because they're talking to each other, they're on to I was like oh, right. oh here we go it's changed, and I like a curveball one, especially when I have no clothes coming. Sure. Um, and they are kind of being forced to go to sick bay, but Freeman's kind of got the old phaser on them. You shall come with us. Um, she won't, Captain Freeman won't let the beta soys leave sick bay. Um, and they yeah, she's getting mad. She was. I mean, <laughs> she's a bit like Mariner. Like, obviously, they're the mother and daughter, so they were not partying like everyone else. They were just getting angrier and more frustrated. Um, and she won't let them leave sick bay because she's like, okay, it's not midlife crisis. We'll scan for this, but something else was going on. Ever since you guys have come on board, things have started acting up, and the betasoids are like, listen, it's not us. And it goes back and forth a couple of times, and then you can just hear them say, right, okay, uh, it's time to drop their cover. Um, and then it switches back to Boimler and Shaxx. You're like, ah, I hate it sometimes when they do that because it's a, like a mini cliffhanger within an episode until later on. Yeah. But it is what it is. Uh, back with Boimler and Shaxx. This was weird. I don't like the whole Boimler and Shaxx thing as much, but they're playing random games. And another one is now Charades. Which, yeah, Star Trek Charades. <laughs> just like, you know, what? Okay. But, but the, at first I was I was I was thinking like, well, I don't know if I like this. But then when I saw him act out a particular charade, then I cracked up because he started acting out, you know, going like he, there's like a like a, a bucket or whatever right near him. And he's he's making like he's diving into the bucket. And I'm going like, oh, my God, this is Odo. <laughs> Did you get it before they said that, Gray? Oh, yeah, yeah. I oh. knew it. As soon as he started doing the diving in the bucket thing, I'm going like, I says, oh, it's got to be Odo. And they go like, and then you see Boim's go, or, you know, or whatever. Go, yeah, Odo, Deep Space Nine. Uh, I get it. Uh, so that, that was pretty funny. So the, the random games do continue on. Uh, Boim's has a choice between the open, Shaq's opens a box. He has a choice between two games, an Enterprise puzzle, a jigsaw puzzle of Enterprise. Yep. Or some tarot cards. And he says, <laughs> is that even a choice? So inadvertently choosing both. And the Gray says they trick him into it. But I think he was happy. I was like, he's like, is that even a choice? You can't pick between them. It's both, clearly. They're both pretty sad and cheesy. So that's probably why Boimler liked both of them, to be fair. Well, the reason I think they tricked him is he didn't really say either one. He was just, just kind of yeah. like 
And then all of a sudden, Shax just goes, he's doing both! <laughs> and they all go like, oh, yeah. He yay. didn't seem too sad about it. That's the, 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 the humorous thing about it, Chris. Yeah. Because anyone else would be like, no, I've got to do both. One's bad enough, but two. But Bormuz is, is consistently getting like uh, a little bit kind of mad because he keeps going from one game to another, and he's going like, what, what's, the what's point going on? Well, we're thinking that as well, so yeah. I'm not surprised. Um, it turns out... These are all... Sec- by the way, if you, unless we didn't say it, these are all security guys because Shaq leads the security That's team. That's true. He's the head of security. So you see all security guys doing this. So that's the last thing you think they're going to do. They're hanging out. They're hanging out. That's yeah. what he thinks they do. We get to that later on as yeah. well, of course. Um, we go back to the, the Zoids in Sick Bay. They're about to <laughs> kick off. They are part of BIA. That's, this is great. BIA. Beta Zoid Intelligence. I'm like, what? Since when did they have... Why did they need intelligence to just mind-read someone not, and it's over? Not not the CIA, the BIA. <laughs> What's the point of intelligence, Gray? They just mind-read someone. Game over. Uh, I don't know. It's hilarious. I'm like, they have intelligence? What? So what, 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 does, what does the A stand for, then? Beta Zoid Intelligence Agency. Agency. Yeah. We don't say that, but we'll assume that. I don't, yeah. but yeah. Um... So yeah, that was amusing. It's now in canon that Betazoid has an intelligence department. Oh boy, that's hilarious! Uh, don't know they had any. They do now. Gray says yes. They do. They're not. They're not just counselors anymore. <laughs> no, they're not. No, they're not. They are. They strip off half the half their gear, their their clothing, right. and they're wearing. I wouldn't say it is skimpy looking, but it's more practical skimpy looking. Like not dresses. Yeah. They could kick about. They do like shorts and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um, I don't or know what fighting, that was. They're fighting but... uh, digs or whatever. Yeah, they're, fight, they're fighting gear. Um, and <laughs> there's no... God. There is now a fight on the bridge because at this stage they've managed to get themselves back to the bridge between the crew and the BIA. It just sounds weird every time I say the BIA. I know. Don't be confused with the CIA. They're a lot shitter than the CIA. It could, it could have been worse. It could have been the ZIA. Zoids Intelligence. Ah, yes, yes. I like it. I like it. Well done, see? They should just take us on as writers, man. That's right. Um, so they, 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 they literally commandeer the bridge a little bit after winning a fight. I know they would do. Uh, they're going to go home. They want to set course for home, but they want the most direct route there. Which happens to go through the neutral zone. I thought, oh God, here we go. We're all friendly Romulans hanging out. <laughs> and I'm thinking at this stage now, maybe we'll see that random ship. But I didn't note that down at the time, you know? Yeah. I was like, we'll come to the random ship, don't worry. Um, and you just see Freeman shit it. Oh no, don't go through it. Come on, man. We could talk. Don't take World War Four or start or something, you know? So um, yeah. back at the party. This is when it's went up to a whole new level. Oh, yeah. Everyone's naked. Oh, they're doing a human underwear. pyramid. <laughs> yeah, doing a human pyramid. Yeah, like Tindy, <laughs> Tindy and Rutherford and all that. They're all in their scants, you know, and they're all like standing top of each other. And oh my God. It, and they're playing silly games. You're just, it, how does it get much worse than this? It can't, to be fair. <laughs> um, and okay, Gray, Dr. Cat's up next. Is she not? What happens with Dr. Cat yep. next? This was bloody hilarious. Well, the three of them were tied up. Uh, Mariner, uh, I believe the captain, and Tiana. And Tiana eventually, uh, Dr. Cat shreds her, her uh, ropes or whatever that were tied around or whatever it was. And then she frees the other two. Um, and then she gets this great one-liner that I just, I, I was just on the floor 
She goes, time to shred those party girls into brisket. <laughs> I'm like, and I can't, I can't imitate her, but it was hilarious. She's just going like, I want to rip them all up into brisket and eat them. What Mariner said was even funnier, was it not? Yep. Yep. As soon as she freaks out, Tiana, then Mariner goes like, she took an oath not to consume patients. <laughs> and I'm going like, oh, have you seen it? I'm like, we have to, we have to save her. She's not herself. She took an oath not to yeah. eat any patients. I'm like, that's hilarious. You could just almost imagine a special version of the Federation doctor oath that they take a special yeah. version of the oath but just for her hand up like this and go like yeah. i will not eat my patients like like another version just for her because like a bit like uh uh saru from discovery who mm-hmm. when he evolved if they didn't they, they were eaten up all the time his species were always they were the prey but when after a certain right. length of time the prey weren't they weren't preyed upon anymore and he started evolving and he didn't know what was going on. It's because they get to the apex level. It's almost the same here. Mm-hmm. Like I make an oath. I will join Starfleet. I will not eat anyone because it's been known to happen. And I hold my <laughs> hand up to the Federation. Oh, that They're really lax on their rules for doctors, aren't they? It's a, it's a, it's a, it's probably one of the best lines in the episode for yeah. me anyway. Um, but yeah, time to shred those party girls into brisket. Uh, um, turns out all the cause of the madness wasn't actually the Zoids, Gray. I didn't nope. see that coming immediately. Did you see it coming? No, I didn't either. Nah. It, it was Tevin. Yeah. What, what? She looked and acted and sounded like a normal Vulcan. I'm like, what? Yeah. She, it's weird. Uh, even though, even though there's some precedent for it in canon, I, I, I thought they kind of overdid this part. That was the only part of the episode, really, that I didn't like. Yeah, because they were, they were, they were, for her to be able to do this or broadcast her emotions. Basically, even she said somewhere in the episode that you have to be in a fair proximity of her. Yeah, that's true. That makes no sense because the people were going crazy in the party, and they were far away from Tavin at this point. Yeah. So and, why didn't so why didn't they just go back to normal? And the thing is as well, Greg, you're right. Betazoids are telepaths. Vulcans are not. They can mind read, but they can't use telepathy over a distance. They have right. to be right touching each other. So that's why right. I that's why we all bought the Betazoid thing. That they collectively right. as right. a three would have the power to do that and a the Sritos is not a massive starship. So it's possible. But then for Tavin to do it? I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I, I thought that didn't make a lot of sense. It, I I thought that the as far as what she did or what she had or how it was caused by her, all right, I I went along with that one. But what I didn't go along with, like I mentioned to you, is how broad that was. I mean, yeah. how could all these people be affected that are far away from her when she just got done saying, "If you're in proximity of me, this is what's that's this is what happens to you." Okay, that means that everybody else that was all in the other parts of the ship should be perfectly fine. Well. I think they were still affected, but not as bad. I think they mentioned at one point something about distance and whatnot, and I think if you are further away, maybe not as bad. But hey, we're nitpicking. I, I, I thought that was a bit weak, though. But it was, no, it, was. You know, it was all right. It was all right. It was. It wasn't an ideal bit. It wasn't awful. It just yeah. wasn't. That makes sense. The grand scheme of things. So yeah. she has some kind of disease, apparently. Uh, Mariner says she's having a quarter life crisis because of her age. She's like 60 or something. And she's like, damn, you look good for that age, girl. Quarter life crisis. That's all it is. Don't worry. That's amusing. That um, Mariner, Mariner looked really, really surprised when she said, I think she said she was 62. And Mariner just goes, uh, uh okay. Damn, girl. Yeah. 
Mariner is good in this. Mariner had a decent episode. Yeah. She was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, the captain is pretty smart, though. Captain Freeman on the bridge uh, is pretty smart. She uses the classic, please don't read my mind trick. Please don't do it. She's looking shifty on purpose, mm-hmm. to which the Zoys, they take her bait, they read her mind, they read her mind, and they pick up in a comment before when she was getting chatted up by the Zoids with uh, Ransom as well. And one of the Zoids said something, it's a flyaway comment about one of her friends. I can't remember what it was. It was something silly yeah. that a woman would maybe say another woman in a kind of cat fight or something like that. Um, and because they can all hear each other, she went, what? I'm a what now? And they start bickering and fighting between themselves, which is pretty amusing. That gives Freeman the perfect opportunity to sneak up to a console and hit red alert, the red alert button. And that alert, that finally alerts Shax and his team. And finally to kick into action. Yeah, automatic, just like, you know, boom. Uh, this is it, boom, just like just like, like a fireman, right, running running down, going down the pole onto the engine and away and away they go. Um, and Boims is like, oh, what? We're, we're, we're some action now and oh well that's a lot of guns you're oh they're big guns you're you're, you're grabbing they were just and they're grabbing they're grabbing rifles, rifles tasers, everything what? <laughs> he's like you know oh, well, what's going on i, did, I don't you, know you if he grabbed his eyes did he grab a phaser i don't remember i'm phaser. not sure i don't remember uh, he, he follows yeah. because yeah part of it but he doesn't think he does anything um so yeah that was pretty amusing to vin and mariner make a run for it uh, as the crew are, are, are on tour, you know, they still haven't recovered from this. They're still pissed off at their captain. Uh, Tevin, though, thankfully, cams, cams her down and confesses that she's not been feeling the best. Um, Tiana, uh, you see, what was that about? <laughs> Tiana was randomly clawing underneath one of the doors at one point. You just see her in the corridor, like like a cat does yeah. to get under something. She's like a scratching, like a scratching pose for her. Yeah, cat. but like she's, just like she's trying to. I don't know who was behind that door, but she was really. <laughs> and you see Shaxx, you see Shaxx just be like, "Calm down, honey, calm," because she then makes a run for the guys, like Shaxx and Boims and all that. And then Shax just grabs her in mid-leap, like, come on, honey, calm down. <laughs> she's holding her up by the throat like this, you know, like, you'll be all right. And she's... Because she grabbed him by the neck. He grabbed cats by the neck, don't yeah, you? So yeah, yeah. that's what he done. But he's a beast. She can shred beta size, but she can't sh- uh, shred uh, uh, Shax. Who is not... He's a Bajoran, not a beta sign. I was getting myself mixed Wait, up that's there. That's right. right. Um, so, yeah, that's amusing. Um She's going proper nuts, Tiana, but she's calmed down by her partner. Um, they both agree. Uh, they, they both agree that Tevin is. She's she's got doubts when she finds out that she's got this problem and she's affecting everyone. She's got doubts mm. about herself. She confesses to basically what happened. She was kicked out of. She's she had to leave her old Vulcan ship before. Uh, I can't remember the exact reason for that was. Um, she, she saved someone's it, life, didn't she? Which was not the logical thing to do. Right. She, was she went by her gut feeling instead of, uh, you know, lacking emotion type feeling or logical. Even though it was the right thing to do. And she was confessing this to Mariner. But the funny thing was that she said that she, on the ship she was on, she was demoted, for, or not demoted, but she was... Uh, uh, reprimanded in a lot of the same ways Mariner is 
on the Cerritos. I ah, thought that was kind of funny. She's a folk conversion lover. Yeah, because they mentioned like several things, and I'm going like, this is what happens to Mariner. She gets in the same trouble. So Tavin was getting in this kind of trouble, although in a logical way, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they didn't want her anymore because they didn't feel she was logical enough. And so they booted her off and she ends up on the Cerritos. They are very alike in different ways. It's weird. Those two got on pretty well. And they also piss yeah. each other off as well. It's pretty hilarious. And that's a good point, Gray. Um, she's She's been a good friend, Mariner, and trying to convince her, like, you know, you're a good person and we'll get this mm-hmm. sorted and... She Tavin doesn't think she's very Vulcan and and like Mariner's like, What? You're as Vulcan as a mother fracker. Like fill in the yeah. blanks here, you know. <laughs> that was hilarious. I love that. <laughs> uh and I'm thinking at this stage, great, her her ex captain, Tavin's ex captain is a proper arsehole. Don't like this guy. Yeah. Um Everything is I'm now a... mm-hmm. Oh wait, but I thought the, I thought the better line when the Vulcan is a mother fracker was that after after uh Mariner had said it, all right, and Tavin starts thinking about everything that they're telling oh, her. Oh, she's a piece and, of it, and she sta- and she starts feeling better about what she did, yeah, and a little more a little more confident in herself. And then she goes up, and so so she says, so logically, I'm I'm, I'm as Vulcan as a mother fracker. She said, <laughs> logically, yeah, she swore. That was great. So, uh, yeah, exactly. But she does it with that straight deadpan. Have Vulcan, you ever heard you know. Spock swear? I've never heard him swear. That was. Uh, yes, he did. He did once. Did he? He didn't say mother. He didn't say mother fracture. But remember in uh, uh, Star Trek: The Wrath of Khan, he said, "If I were human, I would say go oh, to shit. hell." Go to hell. Yeah. yeah. What? That was one of the. Yeah. Hell is not a swear word. Behave yourself. Uh, that's it for a Vulcan. It is. All oh, right. True. That's a good point. That's a good point. But okay. he prefaced it though. He goes, "If I were a, a human, I believe I would say go to hell." <laughs> yes, yes, mate. That is a classic line. To be fair, I do like that. If I were, and he, and he says it again at the end. He goes, "If I were human." <laughs> Ah, rest in peace, Leonard. Uh, Leonard Nimoy. You're a yeah. le- you're a legend, yeah. sir. Um, so yeah, they everything starts calming down now, slowly but surely. But it's like a hangover now, isn't it? You see Ransom lying naked in the corner, crying. <laughs> He's holding on to a blanket like it's his, like it's his baby blanket. He's going. <laughs> <laughs> that was hilarious. Like he wasn't in it much, but see when he was, just those lines. I know they're not the main characters, so use them sparingly. I understand what you have to, but see when you do use them, don't show mm-hmm. them, don't don't make them appear for no reason. They have to come away with right. quality, funny one-liners, and then they go away. That's fine. Right, like like last episode, a lot of the humor seemed to be forced. In this episode, it was or it non-existent. You know? Right, and uh, this this came out more naturally, like it should for this type yeah. of show. That's all point of good writing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Shaxx and his team finally storm the bridge and kick some serious arse. They literally just mop the whole bridge up. Um, and you're a happy man, Gray, because your two favorite characters, Tiana, has some yep. brilliant lines in it. Shaxx yep. has hardly had any, and you're happy with his, his back to form. I've it? been I've been saying it for the last few episodes. I, I keep telling our audience and you, I said, what happened to Shaxx? He doesn't do anything anymore. He's like turned into some kind of you know pansy or something he's not he's just not and then all of a sudden they finally gave him back the way he we all knew he, he was originally and he got to kick some butt and act like the real shacks that we know yes so i was really happy now i hope they kind of continue that and don't ignore him again but i was very happy to see shacks back in form and of course you know dr cat the way i already love so he had both of them you know in in 
in their top form, so it was great. It was see really you, good. See if you had to pick between Tiana and Shax, who would you pick? Man, that would be hard, but I, I would Tiana probably have me. to give the edge. I would give the edge to Tiana, yeah, no doubt. Just, just I mean, the, the actress that plays her is a legend automatically. In my, what, a, yeah. what a fun job she's got. Yeah, um, she has the, she has the manners and voice down and everything, and the lines they give her generally are really good. She definitely has, in in total, she has all the best one liners. Oh yeah, in, she in, does, hundred percent. She does, and that's the way it should be because some yeah. you the characters, the, the main bridge crew who are not supposed to appear often, they have to be f- because they are not they don't appear as often. Gray, they kind of mm. need those one liners more so than the lower deckers because they're not there for right. long. So you need them to make a big impact and then they go again. So, um, yeah, good point. Uh, because everything's calming down now and Tavin's, you know, her emotions are calming down, everyone's starting to settle back down, but they're about to hit the neutral zone. So they have to stop that really quickly as well. They stop the Cerritos just before it hits the neutral zone. And it's some mention here, some kind of handbrake they've got there, Gray. Almost stops on a bloody dime. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't one of those, it wasn't one of those, like this was like, Meh. It's like reverse thrusters. <laughs> nope, just stop. But yeah, that was, I'm nitpicking, it was amusing. Um, yeah. Now, this was hilarious. This was who, great. This who, was great. Who do we see after Gray and how do they react? So the Romulans decloak and you see the ship, which I figured we probably would see. But what came up next, I wasn't expecting at all. And so they show, they, they, they show a scene of the Romulans and, and the, all, all of them on, on the bridge are going, aww. They, <laughs> it was so funny. They wanted to get into a fight and they saw the Cerritos turn around. They're going, they're just like, they're so disappointed. And then the commander goes, oh, that's okay. Let's head over to, to base number 654 and we'll lurk over there. <laughs> like, like, like they're ready. It's potluck. They want to get into a war. It's, uh, it's like permission to lurk, sir. Yeah. Uh, exactly. I was, I was on mute. And I'm glad we've seen that as well because each episode we saw a different species with that random ship, which we'll talk about in a mm-hmm. moment, and what's happening with them. And something funny goes on. We get it with the Romulans seeing it at this stage now, which is amusing. Yeah. Um, there is a nice little end in between Boims and Shaq's because after everything's calmed down, Boims is like, listen, I've seen you guys in a different light. I apologize, Commander. I thought you guys just basically sat about scratching your arses when you're not saving yeah. the day. He's like, really? He's like, no, we do everything. We're playing these games because we're looking after you. We're looking after everyone's morale. And I'm thinking, okay, I'm nitpicking at this stage, Graham. I'm like, no, that's a counselor's job. You should just be on security, mate. But he's looking after his, his friends, his colleagues, uh, I found it really, really sweet. Um, and I think Boims has got a newfound respect for Shax and his security team because mm-hmm. he knows he they do more than what he first thought. So that was sweet. Um, well, if you're, and if you really think about it, it what, the things they were doing, even though they're humorous, they, it seemed to me that Shax was basically telling them that they need to keep their minds active when they're not doing oh, security yeah. stuff. And the only way to do that is to do stuff like this to keep their minds always thinking sharp in the, on the ball. Sharp, yeah, exactly, which makes total sense. Yeah, um, you know, and they don't and they don't have to fight all the time, or even even in the holodeck. There's other things you can do. Yeah, cling on poetry. Cling on poetry, whatever it takes. <laughs> slam, Star slam, po- slam poetry. They call it. Um, <laughs> they give um, they give Freeman uh, a pad. Zoids. Uh, yeah, the zoids. They, as they're leaving, they made it up the Zoids with, with the captain. Uh, they, apologies all around. 
and they give Freeman a, a, a pad, a data pad on the random ship that's been destroying everything because we hadn't seen it at the start of the episode, which yeah. we saw in every other episode. So I found that interesting. Gray's noting here that you know the plot thickens in a new enemy, and it certainly does. I like how they've done this a little bit differently. And she's like, yeah. oh, yeah, I'll read about this. I've heard about these guys and whatnot. Um, and we're talking about Tavin before. She doesn't want to leave in the end. She, you know, Mariner asks her if she's going to just send a message. And she's like, actually, I don't think I'll, I'll leave in the end now. And I'm like, I'm, I'm thinking myself, great, good. Because kind of Tavin's grown on me yeah. a little bit. She's a Vulcan version of Mariner, and she fits in really, really well. Are you glad she's staying? Oh, yeah, I am. I liked her from the beginning, so I kind of, it's it's a, it's good because when you get that Vulcan deadpan, you you know, type of uh, attitude, it works really well with the humor if it's done oh, yeah. right. And she's doing her own humor, but she sounds like Stephen Wright, where you you, you do it a monotone voice, and you don't you, and and it's great. She just says things, and you, just, you know, it's funny. You know, it's Vulcan sarcasm, sarcasm, but it's just that she delivers the lines like you know. Uh, yeah, can you imagine the actress playing her as well? That would be another field day for her, like trying to keep it deadpan and not laugh yourself. <laughs> well done yeah. so everyone's trying to give her a hug at the end and she does accept one from Manor but she tries to get more she's like no no only one one embrace at a time so there's the deadpan yeah. humour we're talking about like one hug's enough we're pushing the boat out now no more that's right uh, but then Tindy, Tindy gets all upset about that so Tindy goes oh I oh, missed it oh. come on man yeah. Uh, so yeah it was a lot better Gray what did you give this episode a score out of uh, and I why? gave it eight and a half I gave it eight and a half because I really th- the the thing that pushed me beyond eight was the fact that uh, Tiana Doctor Cat was funny as hell as usual, but Shax finally gets back to where he needs to be. Yeah, um, and of course the comedy was flowing very well. It wasn't forced humor. It was great one-liners. So really, that's the type of episode they should always do, right around mm-hmm. that eight point five mark or even maybe a nine. If they, you know, if they keep it like that, the whole season would be markedly better but they've yeah. been, they've been a little sporadic so i'm hoping that maybe the second half of the season it's more like this you know i i think because it just it just didn't flow on some of the shows it just didn't i think the average score for this season gray is probably going to be lower because it's been up and down so it might i wouldn't be surprised if i don't think the season so far we're only halfway through it I don't know if it'll get any more than the average of 7 out of 10 at the very best because there's been too many episodes yeah. to pull it down. I'm hoping wrong. The, the, the second, the back half of the season is brilliant, but I was close mm-hmm. to Grey. I gave it an 8 out of 10, so close enough. Um, I just note that it was very funny, which is a, a great improvement because this is a comedy at the mm-hmm. end of the day. Uh, and the sooner that both of us, especially Grey, a while ago accepted it was a comedy, he started enjoying it more and so did I. Um, and you just put it to the side and you know, Star Trek, but don't take it seriously it's amusing, the one-liners are so important Uh, Shax and and Tiana give the best one-liners so I'm glad they were back to use them more and more so, Tiana's my favourite character by a country mile so I'm Mm -hmm. glad she is getting pissed before um, surgery it's the way to do it, keep those hands steady Um, (laughs) and roll on next episode mate, we just hope it's uh, as good as this one um yep. but yeah of course uh i won't tell you to subscribe to this channel i would rather you just like it if you liked it and thumbs down if you don't like it that's fine uh but we'd actually prefer comments below on any specials you want us to do in star trek 
because we will have a bit of time to kill after this finishes. So get ideas yep. out. Doesn't matter if it's random. If it sounds decent, we'll consider it. Uh, but yeah, thanks a lot for, your, for that one, guys, for tuning in. Thank you again, Gray. Uh, until next week, Gray, do your thing, my man. Live long and prosper, everybody. Bye-bye. Goodbye.